Welcome to another episode of The Brand Called You, a podcast and podcast show that brings you leadership lessons, knowledge, experience, and wisdom from thousands of successful individuals from around the world. I'm your host, Ashutosh Garg, and today I'm delighted and privileged to welcome a very senior, accomplished, and multifaceted professional from Poland, Mr. Francisus Van de Locht. Francisus, welcome to the show. Oh, thank you very much, Ashutosh. Uh, Francis is uh, the CEO of Enlightened Leadership. He's earlier worked for Shell Energy. He has established meditation centers in several countries, and he's a coach. So uh, today we'll speak about Enlightened Leadership. We'll speak a little bit about meditation, and then we'll speak about coaching. So let's start by uh, asking you, uh, about enlightened leadership. Tell me about what you do in this uh, venture. Uh, enlightened leadership is, in fact, inspired by uh, one of my uh, yogic masters. Mm-hmm. Um, I saw such a harmony in him, and he was a very accomplished person. It was not a yogin who was sitting in the mountains in a cave, but mm. he was a householder. Uh, it means a, a married person. And he was doing his job very quietly. And on top of that, he had his kind of uh, organization where he was uh, teaching us youngsters Mm. how to set up life well. Mm. He was a great inspiration for me. And what he often did, he he managed by silence. Mm -hmm. He, He was a person who could just by his silence provoke questions people mm-hmm. would ask a question and he would give them in that way a direction in life or a direction in their business mm-hmm. and this inspired me because today uh, much of our success is based on economical success mm-hmm. but economics is only a part of life we should be happy and we should be able to lead our organizations also to very human and lofty purpose for our societies. Mm-hmm. So um, he inspired me to take business to, to a larger hole, to, mm-hmm. to a hole where you can really um, achieve things which are good for society without losing money. The, the prosperity of money can be the same or even right. better, mm-hmm. but we should make our goals larger, more human, more uh, serviceable. Um, Yes, uh, that was a a great inspiration for me, which I want to lie in enlightened leadership. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And enlightened leadership means you lead with light. Light, If you have more light around you, you Mm -hmm. see more what can be improved. Mm -hmm. I I give you an example. For instance... I, I am coming out of my winter. In winter, everything is dark and yeah. uh, I'm in my room. And in spring, there's a lot of light. And I see, oh, there's a patch of dust which I can remove. Oh, and I think I, I think everybody has that spring of cleaning. Correct. And in enlightened leadership, it's the same. I'm just giving inspiration. I'm giving love. I'm giving energy and in that energy you find things which could be better Mm. you know without looking to how bad you are we all are a little bit bad and a little bit good and we want to be better but if i'm giving light and it is light just human light and Mm. love you can see more and on 
around this idea, enlightened leadership is is based. Wonderful. And you work with uh, uh, corporates uh, to be able to take your message to them? Uh, I just started up and I have some small companies which I'm working by uh, mm. with individuals. And of course, uh, in Shell, mm. uh, it, it was an interesting kind of interaction. Mm. I was trying out my mm. thoughts. Okay. Um, I had contact with all levels in Shell. I talked mm -hmm. with Ben van Burden. Mm -hmm. uh, the main topic which I had with the CEO for, of Shell was we should make energy cleaner and cheaper. Wonderful. Um, I can tell you it's, it's, it's a big challenge for a company like Shell because, you know, very much focused on their financial stakeholders to satisfy their financial stakeholders mm -hmm. and of course this idea of making a greener and better world um, sometimes is more in the words than in the actions mm -hmm. still however i feel uh, a company like shell is is taking forward uh, they all have the young generations, you say your, your public is about 34 and younger. No, this is the generation who wants to change this world. Mm. They don't want to live in a world where oil fields are left and uh, 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 a blemish for many generations to come. They mm. want clean energy. Right. Uh, there is a great possibility of clean energy. Mm. And in Shell, yes, um, I must say, there is some heavy elements in Shell which needs to be pushed forward. Mm. And I can tell you one thing, Ashutos, um, it is easier to consult smaller companies. Mm -hmm. uh, smaller companies are more eager to hear. Startups, mm -hmm. uh, younger people. Um, this is a hundred years old company. Mm -hmm. It's very difficult. A large ship is changing yes. its direction. Mm. It's going. Uh, I have to push them much more. Now I'm independent and I can challenge them more. <laughs> well, <you know>? said. <laughs> well said, well said. So, you know, Francis, you also say that you have been inspired by yogis from the Himalayas. Did That's you, right. uh, did you, uh, how did you get in touch with them? And uh, what were your learnings from them? Uh, Ashutosh, when I was young, uh, I was inspired. I went to the bookshop and uh, I was reading a book ab about Ramana uh, mm -hmm. Maharishi, yeah. uh, Paul Brunton. You, you might have known mm -hmm. these books. He was an English uh, person right. who was sitting uh, at the yogin uh, Ramana Maharshi. Mm -hmm. And I was very young. I think I was 14 or 15. Mm -hmm. It interested me. So mm -hmm. the only thing I could imagine, I put my legs up in the bed before sleeping and then I sleep better. Mm. And this was my beginning of a kind of interest in yogis. Mm. Mm. When I was 18, I was meeting uh, Maharishi Mahas Yogi from the yeah. Beatles. You know, mm. Mm. he was a famous yogi uh, spreading yeah, his him. meditation. Mm. Mm. And I did a lot of meditation. I liked it. It, uh, it was um, mm, giving me a lot of energy and bliss. Uh, mm. and, and that's why I advocate meditation to, yeah. to be more energetic, more uh, harmonious, more lively. Mm. And later, I had a dream, a fantastic dream. Mm -hmm. uh, it was um, a dream 
uh, how to explain it to our Western public uh-huh. uh, about a dancing yogin. Okay. Um, in in uh, if I tell you, you know who it is. Shiva Natas was uh-huh. Shiva Natas. Yeah. He was. He was imposing on me the man, great mantra, Om Namah Shivai, mm. uh, very strongly. Yeah. And after that, of course, I was repeating this mantra as much as I did, mm. I, I could. And I was drawn to the Himalayas and met his disciple. About this, I said he was a householder. It mm-hmm. was. Uh, he was called Muniraj Maharaj. Yeah. He was a simple householder. He was having a transport company uh, high in the Himalayas, mm-hmm. in Raniket, and in Haldwani. And he was transferring to me this knowledge. You can combine everything. Mm-hmm. You can be spiritual. You can be successful. Mm-hmm. And you can be non-greedy, even being wealthy. You can mm. be wealthy yourself, but non-greedy. Mm. It's not necessary to be greedy. You can, like you do, you you have earned well. You can pass on mm. what you mm. earned in mm. wisdom and in finances. Right. Help to start up other peoples. Mm. Very interesting. So you also say that, you know, you ask people to meditate. Uh, let me start by asking you the very basic question for a lot of young viewers and listeners. What is meditation and why is it important? Meditation is, is, is minimizing our mental activities. Mm-hmm. If you can to zero, uh, why is it important? Mm-hmm. We load our iPhone, we load our Mac in the night, mm-hmm. and we want to be ourselves loaded with energy. Mm-hmm. It's about finding greater energy in yourself. Mm -hmm. If you have great energy, your great thoughts or your secret thoughts, your vision can manifest. If you don't have energy, you you start spinning. It's like looking too much in the internet. You know, Mm -hmm. you're looking in the internet, 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 and two hours are gone and you have done nothing. Mm. With meditation, you start to concentrate deeply on your deepest own self. This is a great source of energy and inspiration, love mm-hmm. and empathy. Okay. And you don't need to do it long. You can do it five, 10 minutes in the morning. And by repetition, you can keep this energy in action. Mm-hmm. The best meditations are not, uh, not in a cave, not on a mountain, not in a monastery. They are in action. Well said. And within you. And within you. Exactly. Yes. And, uh, you know, a lot of people want to start meditation, but nobody seems to know how to do it. I'd exactly. love to hear some, some uh, thoughts from you. Yes. Uh, meditation needs to be initiated. It means uh, you have to find someone uh, whom uh, you trust and can initiate you in a good meditation, mm. which gives you effects. Mm. Because like with everything, uh, you measure on effects. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have a good effect, you can continue to achieve your goals. This is the goal of meditation. And uh, without initiation, you know, like I, uh, uh, when I was young, I was 14, I just put my legs up in the bed 
and mm. you know this was my meditation because oh. i didn't have a teacher yeah. but after having several teachers you know this meditation becomes powerful mm. effective mm. meditation in itself has no sense like uh, brushing the teeth you're mm. brushing your teeth in the morning you only want to have white and clean teeth mm. Mm. and the same is with meditation you want yeah. to have a clean white and bright mind to start the day yes. and this is what meditation is about. I think there's a lot of misunderstanding as you talk mm. about meditation Correct. because people think, you know, I have to be spiritual, I have to be good, uh, and I have to retire, and I have to sit for hours. It's not true. A good meditation, five, ten minutes. Is, uh, you're not going to brush your teeth for, for many hours. Yeah. And the same with meditation. Five, ten minutes is enough. Fantastic. Fantastic. And, you know, one of the ways I have learned meditation many years ago was, uh, I think my mother taught me this, that, you know, you just close your eyes and try and focus on listening to the beating of your heart. And I have seen for, for three, four, five minutes, I can close my eyes and I can actually listen to my heart. And that blanks out my mind for those two, three, four minutes. And I think that is an amazing form of meditation, which I don't know if you agree with. Yes, Ashutosh. There are many, many forms of meditation. Okay. This meditation which your mother learned is fantastic. It silenced your mind and you were listening to your heart. Yeah. It, it sounds like fantastic. Okay. Uh, you know, listening to your heart means you're listening to your deepest core, yeah. to your soul. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. And you no, can actually hear your heart go thump, thump, you know, and... Uh, mm -hmm. But this program is about you, so we'll keep talking about you. Um, <laughs> my next question to you is uh, one more question on meditation. You know, we've spoken about why it is important, how to do it. What are the benefits that an average human being will get through meditation? I think the main benefit is that you quiet down your anxiety becomes less mm. um, you find more peace mm. with yourself and mm. in yourself mm. um, Ashutos, i can tell you meditation for many generations has been a part of the human development mm. uh, we're living very fast paced today mm. and this has many pluses because you know there's a growth of technology growth of intelligence yeah but we have to counterbalance. Mm. We have so much burnout, so much burnout in corporations. Also, even self-employed people, they burn out because too much focus outside. If we can focus a little bit inside, mm -hmm. this focus outside becomes in harmony. So what I would say, except for more emotional balance, mm -hmm. more empathy, more self-regard because it's also self-regard mm. regard for your own being yeah you you prevent things like burnout uh, much stress mm. uh, if i go to higher levels of meditation you can develop a vision you can develop a vision to which if you are a leader, for instance, you can develop your organization your team mm. you can bring uh, a next generation and next tomorrow you can mm. inspire them mm. and find 
a way, for instance, with energy, I'm very much uh, in renewing renewables in mm. energy because mm. that's what I, uh, every coach must have his focus. That's my focus. Mm. New energy. We have enough intelligence in the world to give everybody cheaply or even for free mm. energy. Mm. We didn't use that. Why? This mm. is commercial interest. Our commercial interests are sometimes preventing from really reinventing mm. new things. And I think this is one of the highest purposes of meditation mm. to get a vision and to get the strength mm -hmm. to, to execute this vision. Mm. Uh, my friend Oleg, I think you interviewed him in a, in a, in a former mm -hmm. uh, uh, he, he is helping people to, to develop vision and execute their visions. Correct. And um, Correct. he was a great inspiration. He's one of the coaches which inspired me yeah. to, 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 to start to coaching. Do. Wonderful. So let me now ask you a uh, time for a few questions for you on coaching. Um, yes. You know, let me first ask you about the sign that is just behind you. Uh, what you can conceive, you can also achieve. That was a very powerful statement, even from a perspective of a coach. What does it mean? It means that if you have an idea in life mm. and it's subtle in your heart, mm. you can achieve it. Mm. Okay. But this needs strength. This needs alignment with yourself. Mm. This needs concentration and focus on what you really want in life. Mm. Mm, Ashutosh, I have achieved in life many beautiful things, which I'm so proud of, and they made me so happy. Mm. Um, that's why I believe everybody can do that. Absolutely. But that, that's why I went into the coaching direction. I want to help people. Mm. I don't want to analyze, you're a little bit bad, and so bad you are, mm. and you're yeah. a little bit good, and so good you are. I want to help them to push them towards their achieving side to their okay. best side to yeah. what they really want in life every bird has their song right. every person has their deepest desires and wants them to to fulfill them mm. and you know uh, francis you have worked with a very large company in energy yes my question to you is that how has your background in a large corporation impacted your coaching philosophy That's a very good question, Ashutosh. I think I've been working very much in nonprofit organization before the corporation. Uh, I saw a lot of goodwill there, beautiful people, mm. um, people who spent their hours in life in promoting other people. Mm -hmm. um, in a corporation, there's a lot to be done. Mm. I've been in uh, two corporations. One mm. was a financial corporation, and the second was Shell, indeed. Mm. And I see a lot of possible improvements in communication. Mm -hmm. um, I would even say the communication is far from optimal. Um, I was a little bit astonished coming from NGOs where yeah. communication is on very high levels. Mm -hmm. People are united in, in, a, in a beautiful purpose mm -hmm. by a lot of competition and friction between managers, between mm -hmm. individuals. Mm -hmm. mm. 
this has been made me thinking what you can do for that. Mm. And that's why I went into coaching because this inspiration must come from the top level. Mm. Um, it's not difficult to change. It's, it's not easy to change corporate thinking mm -hmm. because uh, it, it is, we made it in, in, the, in the last 50, 50 years or something like that. Mm. But it's on the verge of needing to change. We can't continue like that. Okay. We can't prioritize our mm, goals to satisfying our financial stakeholders. Mm. We must make beautiful, lofty goals. The world demands it. You mm. know, um, next to my country in Ukraine, we have a war going on. Yeah. We had COVID. Uh, we have uh, much ecological problems. Mm. Uh, we should really start thinking on much more lofty level. Mm. That's why I started Enlightened Leadership to um, challenge, challenge successful leaders, already successful leaders, to make a step more and go out of this kind of, mm. because it's a kind of mm, fixed paradigm uh, and they have to get out of there. Mm. Um, I'm not sure whether this generation uh, can do that because mm. as often they have my age, like, you know, 60, 65, and uh, That's maybe the this age. younger generation. Yeah. Then. You're right, you're right, you're right. I said, I'm suggesting that you and I are on the same age then. I'm 65, so... Yeah, me too. Ashutosh, <laughs> congratulations. <laughs> Wonderful. So, Francis, now my last question to you, and this is for the very, very, very large number of young people who will listen to us. Based on the amazing life that you have had in NGOs, with large corporations, uh, as a yogi, as someone who practices meditation, what would be three lessons that you would like our viewers and listeners to take away? I think, uh, dear listeners, uh, follow your heart. Mm -hmm. uh, Ashutos uh, yeah. shared his experience of a very simple meditation. Yeah. If you can't afford to find a teacher or you don't find a teacher, mm. follow his advice. Listen yeah. to your heart five minutes in the morning. Mm. Uh, that's a beautiful advice. Uh, I would rather advise find a teacher, get to enlightenment. Mm. Enlightenment in this special times you can achieve. I would say a second advice is yes, build in this discipline of meditation. Mm -hmm. Love the world, but also love yourself. Yeah. Be respectful for yourself, for your own heart and yeah. deepest desires in yourself and watch them, find them out what they are and try to realize them. Mm. Not by force, mm. but by love for yourself. Mm. Wonderful. Francis, on that note and your amazing advice of follow your heart, build in the discipline of meditation and love yourself. Thank you so much for speaking to me. Thank you for talking to me about enlightened leadership and how you are supporting so many people uh, to enlighten themselves and become better leaders. Thank you for talking to me about your amazing experiences with the yogi uh, up in the mountains, in the Himalayas, and how that impacted you. And thank you for talking to me about meditation and how you are using all these amazing skills you have acquired 
uh, in your coaching. Thank you for speaking to me and good luck to you. Oh, thank you very much, Ashutosh, for having me on your show. Thank you. Thank you for listening to The Brand Called You videocast and podcast, a platform that brings you knowledge, experience and wisdom of hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. Do visit our website www.tbcy.in to watch and listen to the stories of many more individuals. You can also follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram and Twitter. Just search for the brand called you.